This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Greg Miller. I bought a book and I want my money back. (laughs) Scott Lowe is here. What's up, everybody? And very special guest, Hillary Goldstein is here. Former editor-in-chief of IGN.com. I'm like a scooping from beyond the grave. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I, I like, by the way, that you guys waited until I left to have a podcast room worth a damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, now that you, you know, we don't have to pay your hefty salary, we can afford all this. <laughs> we sell more new mics. So this cost $150. <laughs> well, we spent most of it on pizza. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we were sad that we didn't, we weren't able to have Hillary in here before he uh, bounced out of town. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're happy you can have, come back in today. Welcome back to Technically, Gamescoop. I did bounce out of town because I don't live in San Francisco proper, so this is Oh, yeah, I've really, I've really missed these conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What have you been doing, Hillary, since you left? I've been reading your terrible reviews, Greg. What the hell? What are you talking about? Speaking of Greg's uh, terrible reviews. Here we go. You've got Reefer Madness. I got the Reefer on the mind, Damon. <laughs> Ada Brownie wrote this review. <laughs> Woke up. I didn't know what happened. I mean, I played Ellie Noir, and I, I solved uh, some pretty grisly murders. Yeah. But now... Cole Cole Phelps is ready to tackle the real menace in 1940s LA. In soup cans. Spoilers. Reefer Madness is uh, the downloadable content for LA Noir. Correct. It's out now. Greg Miller has reviewed it. Give it a 6.0. Yes. Two points higher than its price tag of $4. So there you go. Mm. That's math. So does that mean that I should pay six dollars for it no that doesn't sound right either because i thought the four dollars was kind of a hefty price tag for what you're getting i i mean it basically is just more la noir without a lot of the presentation like like when we when you reviewed it right we talked a lot about how i loved the fact that every case opened with like this you know the crime happening and then the title and then it was all cool it felt like something monumental was happening i was i was starting a new detective movie and this one is just like reefer madness and then you're in the captain's office like hey go pay this snitch to tell you about marijuana and then you just go out and you do that. And you're like, oh. And then you go to this next place and get shot at. And you're like, oh. And then it's it's just it doesn't it doesn't have that feel. It's only like thirty to forty five minutes long. Yeah, I kind of felt like uh, I was wondering if they took out a bunch of cases from the game. Not like people always were like, oh, they take out cases and, and you know, and then they can charge money for them. So I thought it might just be because the game gets really boring after a while. Right. Yeah. Like it just drags on forever. It does. And I'm like, I'm like I kind of wish there were. Three or four less cases already yeah, in LA. Yeah. I, like, I kind of feel like there, there probably were some of these cases were probably in the game, and people were like, yeah. "This game's just going on forever." We're drag- yeah, exactly. Because yeah. this, this case is one of those that feels like it drags. Because yeah, you're, I mean, at one point you're getting a tour of a, a soup production facility. 
Like, here's where we cut up the vegetables. And then they walk a little bit further. And here's the candy. He's like, oh, my God. I don't. And, like, your partner's making cracks about it being, like, a boring school tour. You're like, yes, exactly. That's what's happening. Well, and everything you told me, it's like it's like every other case in L.A. Noir where it's, like, so obvious. But then it's kind of not. Like, you're like, oh, well, he's shooting at you. He must be the guilty one. And yeah. I'm like, wait. Oh, no. Never mind. Yeah. Every, the best part. Like, I, I'm saving you the $4. I don't even bother buying it. But, like, every, there's, like, the part of this uh, thing is that everyone has a silver dollar. Like they all are, they all have these silver dollars that are out of print, and like it's okay, fine. Like the first guy has it, and you connect another guy. Like this other guy later is flipping a silver dollar for no reason. And you're like, oh, well, obviously they're together. But then later, like you're killing these dudes in this warehouse, and you're walking up to their bodies, and like one of them has was shooting at you apparently with the Tommy gun with a silver dollar in his hand. <laughs> He's just lying there with a silver dollar. The other one's got a giant wad of money in one hand and the silver dollar in his breast pocket. You meet one guy, turn out your pockets, and all he has is a silver dollar. Getting goddamn they sense. were the primary form of currency back then. No, they're, they're all out of print. Yeah, they're just like, oh, they're my lucky charm. It really helps keep me. Keep in mind, this game was made by Australians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's too bad because the DLC for Red Dead Redemption was so, so mind-blowing. Awesome, right? was so great. That's what I put in there, right? That like this is just, yeah, there's no new hook to this. It's just more of the same. Like, and it, it's even but the same formula we complained about. I'm also going to argue that only one of the DLC for Red Dead... Well, the only uh, one any, ever, anybody bought. Yeah, so I, I guess mean, there was something they, else before they, that. They, I, guess, they, I guess I don't even they remember had a that. Bunch of, like, they had like multiplayer they, they maps had and stuff, like, right? Dumb multiplayer maps and stuff like that okay. that you wouldn't care about. That were also like five bucks or whatever. Yeah, and nobody mentioned them. So maybe there's like the one. DLC big one out there that'll be like an undead nightmare kind of thing. I mean, if they the had zombies, Cole Phelps travels to the future. <laughs> undead good. 1940s Los Angeles would be amazing. It would it be. It would be, um, but this, you know, Red Dead totally... ha- had humor to it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, this like, would be really weird. is actually kind of humorless for a Rockstar game. Yeah, and, and it's an adventure game. Like, I don't know how that would you. <laughs> zombies. I don't know how that street. would work in the crime scene. Maybe uh, vampires. A vampire. A good yeah. vampire mystery would do well. <laughs> oh yeah. What, Hillary, L.A. Noir was the last game you reviewed for IGN, wasn't it? It was the last game I reviewed for IGN. Are you going to play Reefer Madness? No, I am not. <laughs> I'm thinking about going back and playing. So I, I seriously, like, I mean, I, I played the entire game. I played all the side missions. You know, I did all that stuff. And I never found one of those goddamn Golden film, film cans. Rails, yeah. I mm. swear to God, I never found a film rail. I found I found mine at the very last uh, case, like the and first there's one. there's 50 of them. And I'm like, <laughs> how are there 50 of these things? And I've never found one. It was amazing. And I asked them, too. I was like, can you send me a picture of what one of these film reels looks like before I reviewed it? Because I was like, I seriously don't even know what I'm looking for. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe I'm crazy. Because there is an actual case where there's film reels yep. everywhere. And, yep, I yep, yep. Everything. I'm like, I th- and I, one time I found a film reel in somebody's like place, and they had a projector. And I was like, I found one of the film reels. It's not golden, but it's a film reel just sitting here. And then I'm like, I put it in the projector, and I start playing a movie. I'm like, did I win? <laughs> but no, it wasn't one. And I, I still haven't. I, I guess I could look at a guide now online, but I still haven't seen one. I, don't, I can't even believe that there's 50 somewhere in this yeah, game. Yeah, really, really well hidden. Speaking of vampires, um, I wanted to do a call out to one of our uh, passionate MyIGN users. He did a blog that was just like comparing all of the major sites in L.A. Noir, similar to what, we, what you originally posted, Hillary, but like he went like so in depth and like kind of uh, went out and took photos of existing you know kind of LA landmarks today and you know compared it to in game yeah, screenshots yeah. his mm-hmm. uh, username is vampire horde 2 so search um, for him on my IGN and like it's a really really cool feature so. I wish well, he was far away vampire that's great to compare <laughs> so 1940s LA to modern LA but I stole images from the public record from, LA <laughs> record from the actual 1940s yeah. so I'm just saying yeah, yeah. You, you Fine, you out. win. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I do. I do, Greg. I do. God. Greg and Hillary, as our resident... Uh, comic book experts well i'm the only resident now he's a non-resident that's true yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I'm out of state he's like, an I alien actually, I actually have to pay uh, extra tuition to be yeah. here that's true. That's true. what do you guys think about robin in uh arkham city ahead, i, I still first. think he looks too much like chris o'donnell however uh, i do enjoy the color scheme that was shown in the batman digital short this week and uh, I enjoy that he has the hood. I do like Damien Wayne when he wears the hood, and so I'm kind of interested to see it in this So game. you're but saying there's a problem that he looks like Chris O'Donnell? Yes, a giant problem. He's, he, so he's, Tim, he's supposed to be Tim Drake. He does not look like Tim Drake. Mm. It's very upsetting. 
what was what was the Tim Drake looks like every other Robin ever? Yeah, but what was the the the, the comments where somebody said that was racist when you said Damian Wayne? Oh yeah, yeah. So, I, somebody, <laughs> I said yeah, he has the hood of Damian Wayne, and somebody's like, that's racist. And somebody said, that's Batman's son, not Damian Wayne's. <laughs> that's kind of awesome. Um, I'm I'm sort of torn. In the one hand, I mean, in playing a game, I think it'd be kind of cooler to play as this version of Robin. Yeah. Um, and I think he looks pretty good. I do agree that he looks a little bit too much like the Chris O'Donnell character. Yeah. But on the other hand, I think it's kind of a cop-out because one of the great parts of Batman and one of the things I think people always have to figure out ways to explain is how you can have you know, this big, tough guy, all-in-black, surly guy with a little kid yeah. who's being endangered the entire time. And to me, that's like an interesting and weird mix to totally. have. And to have it just be like an adult. I mean, See, that's it, the it thing, be, right? It could just be Nightwing. That's why I. That's what. That was my whole problem. I mean, aside from how horrible Batman and Robin was, the fact that Chris O'Donnell was a grown dude. He was just yeah. a dude running around in a suit like Batman's suit, and that's kind of what you're dancing with here. Is that's, that he's he's he looks like he looks like Batman. He looks built out for, like Batman. For people who who don't know, uh, Batman years ago had a son that he didn't know about with Ra's al Ghul's daughter in oh, one yeah. of the best Batman Scoop. stories of all time. Remember that one? Yeah. When yeah. She, she drugs him so he will yeah. have sex with her and impregnate her and he wears his cowl the entire time yeah, while they get it on. That's hot. And it, she's hot too, by the way. She is she's stunning. Really and it's one of those things wow. where she has a baby and she uh, like I think they show her like giving it up because she thinks the dad will kill him. Like uh, Ra's al Ghul will kill the, the son because the son would one day replace Ra's al Ghul or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then like they never, it's never mentioned again, never even mentioned again for like 20 years. And then Grant Morrison's like, I love that story. I'm going to go bring That's him back. Great. Good old Grant. And it's like, I, it's like the first time where Robin actually makes sense, where it's like he's, he's Batman's son, like actual son, and he was raised by a group of assassins. So it's not like some circus kid who just goes out there dodging bullets. It's like, this kid's a killer anyway. And actually, Batman is kind of the trying person to try, try, trying yeah. to reform him. Yeah, yeah. And to me, that's like an interesting story. And I, I wish they had just used that in Arkham City. That like, would have been really cool. He's, he's, to me, he's, he's the most interesting Robin. Let's hope they use it in The Dark Knight Rises. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's how they. A, they're going to they're <laughs> shove a lot into that uh, opening <laughs> flashback of what's happening. Uh, Isn't there? There's a trailer for that with Harry Potter, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a teaser. Yeah, yeah. if you've seen it, is it's, it online it's, yet? It's leaked online. Like people okay. have handicam. It's it's, uh, it's like a minute and a half. It's really hard to see what's yeah. going on. It's yeah. not that great. Okay, but it's the begin. You know, it's like a year out. Yeah, yeah. But now, are you talking about the first one? Because I saw one the first day. That it supposedly leaked with a guy in a hospital bed. Yeah, and I heard that's the main one. Isn't I it? heard that was. Oh, is there, are there multiples? That's what uh, I don't the know. The one I saw was like a minute and a half long. I can't imagine there's a different one. The one. Well, I thought I heard then that that was fake, and then the one that really? I, from our movies guys. And then yesterday when huh. I was coming up to do a different podcast or something, they were all about to watch the real teaser. They said over at the video area, and it was super unimpressive because all it was was like you know like a oh, lightning really? strike with a red sky. And oh, I have right. I'm not I haven't seen Harry Potter, so I don't know what the real one is. All right. Uh, was in regards to the hood. Yeah, one of the IGN readers comments that he says the hood will help him with his identity while running around Arkham City, considering he obviously don't want Batman to know he's found a way in there. What's he talking about? In the in the digital short that was put up on uh, Comicsology, DC Comics uh, app or whatever, uh, Robin has his own entrance to Arkham City. Like Batman doesn't want him in there, mm. but also if that guy would have read the, in, I guess I guess the four pages of comic were too much for him because at the end <laughs> Batman you know reveals that yeah he knows he's getting in but he doesn't want him to stop so. And do we know yet how Robin fits into the game? We like, don't. Other than he's he's going to have challenge maps, so that's what we know. I mean, he'll be in the game. It's going to be like Joker, I imagine, where he's yeah. in the game that they're just taking his character. I don't, I don't think you'll get to play as him in the yeah, main game because it's kind of like with Joker, right? Where it's on on PS3, you basically just got to play as Joker in the challenge maps, just like the the fighting maps. Um, yeah. But you didn't play him in the actual game, and they've already said Robin is an exclusive where you get to play as him in the challenge map, so I can't imagine you're going to play as him in the actual storyline. Yeah. But he'll be there in some fashion. Yeah, because if it's causing problems. Are, yeah. Because if they threw him in there, I mean, with Catwoman kind of having her own, like, sub-story of it, like, that that would add so much time to that game. Batman takes another rest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of movie trailers, did anyone watch The Thing, the the trailer for The Thing? Yes. So I'm a huge fan of of John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. You? Uh, Yeah, I'm familiar with it. I'm not, like, a super fan or anything. But, yeah, it's, like, a scene-for-scene review. Yeah, (laughs) but it's supposed to be a prequel of what happened with that the Scandinavian uh, crash site, the, the site where they actually found the... The, the alien but yeah it just they looks like die. it's the same movie with just <laughs> kurt russell replaced with a girl <laughs> yeah what's wrong with that well i'm mean, maybe is she, she a good looking girl 
She is cute-ish. Uh-oh, that doesn't sound like a really like endorsement. I like the thing a lot. Did you ever play, any of you ever play the game? I, I didn't at the time, but I remember I remember it coming out and it being a, you know, kind it, of a big deal. It, it has problems, but it has a really cool idea where it's a, it, it randomizes, so each time you don't know who is infected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're basically going around, you're playing the same game again and again, but you're trying to figure out who is infected. I, I don't know, it's was, it was kind of cool. And it took place after the movie. Yeah, it yeah. did. You were, you were basically coming in to investigate what had happened from the movie. Mm. Did you guys hear about the Evil Dead remake stuff with uh, Diablo Cody? Yeah, I've been hearing about that. It's going to be like 100,000% like, more hipster dialogue. Yes. It's like, hmm, <laughs> zombie. Uh, well, continuing uh, with the movie discussion, Scott Lowe, you've been uh, playing around with Netflix on the 3DS. Yeah, it um, you know, finally launched yesterday in the U.S. Uh, via the eShop. Um, we had a little trouble accessing it at first. Like, yeah, I was, was hearing like, about that. Everybody in the office like couldn't get it except for one one-up guy. Um, Liar. Chris Ostertag was watching Crank 2 the entire day yesterday. <laughs> well, he didn't tell me, so I was like sitting there, I'm like, God damn it. I was getting really, really angry, because like, every time I tried to download it, it was like an error message. Um, and then, once I downloaded it, there were like server connection issues. Mm. So it was like, it was really a pain at first. But I'm assuming everybody just like flooded Nintendo servers, then they're not exactly renowned for their stability or... <laughs> they, don't know how to, they don't know how to do anything with online. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all coming in through a 56K modem yeah. in Reggie's computer. Yeah. That's right. We're still making fun of Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Look. The, <laughs> the GameScoop theme continues. I'm really excited to watch movies on that incredibly small screen yeah. on that kind of bulky handheld. That'll, yeah. That'll be great. But once you actually get it, it's it's... It's an actually surprisingly functional version of Netflix. Like, you can uh, add stuff to your instant queue. You can browse the entire catalog. You can, you know, stream stuff, obviously, you know, stri- uh, pretty quickly. Uh, the dis- you know, obviously, it's not in 3D because Netflix 3D. doesn't support 3D yeah. um, yet. Um, although yeah. Nintendo kind of outed, potentially, uh, Netflix plans to support 3D in the future. So they, like, makes they, sense. they said, like, 3D content would be coming. So, um I mean, it can't wait until that's like an extra two dollar charge of money. Yeah, so but it's not in like high definition, of course, because I mean it's a DS, you know, 3DS. Like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, it's it's kind of slow because actually, you know, despite because we have like you know super high fat, you know, high speed connections here, super high fast, <laughs> super high fast, <laughs> um, fast paced action genre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the next Jason Statham movie. Um, but yeah, our connection is really, really fast here, but actually the DS hardware had like a really hard time keeping up. Like, I remember that with the, the DS eyewear shop. Yeah. Man, it was just so slow trying yeah. to browse that, that thing. Yeah, because it was no way our connection. You know, our yeah. connection is like, you know, industrial grade. So like this, so it's, it's just really, really slow on the hardware side. But, um, you know, they, you know it's, it's a pretty effective use of it. The, you know, no 3D, no HD, but, you know, for a free added Yeah, bonus. I figure like, it's, it's a really nice perk. Since you don't have any games to play. Yeah. <laughs> you can at least watch movies. <laughs> yeah, you can watch stuff on that tiny little screen. And I like the cloud, you know, feature of it, that if you started watching a movie at home, you can pick up where you left off yeah. on your 3DS. That's yeah. cool. But yeah. that's, I mean, that's also every, sure. every part it's of that. It's not Netflix. new. You're, yeah, you're right, you're yeah. right. But, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, for people who, like, you know, for the younger audiences who, like, don't necessarily, you know, can't necessarily afford, like, an iPad or an iPhone or something like that, or, you know, it, it's a nice little bonus. Mm. But, yeah. Netflix also raised their prices this week. Yeah, that was outrageous. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> controversial. Oh my god! People were I think really, really angry. Pay for uh, our service. Per Schneider, I heard he canceled his uh, streaming what a part of his, his no account uh, to make a statement. He said, "What statement? That's, what, that's <laughs> that the I, one aspect of their industry, that, their, their business that they didn't actually increase the prices on." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I looked at the discs that I've had for two and a half exactly. years. Exactly. I know, right? I know. I, yeah. I've had a disc sitting in my house for two and a half years, and I'm like, maybe I'll return this disc now yeah. and just go to the cheaper option. That's exactly I mean, what I said. I can't find my discs, though. <laughs> I, I remember putting them in the packaging, and then I thought I maybe brought them here, but then we moved the mailroom, and I'm not sure where I put them on my desk anymore, and they're gone. So you should just I, report them lost. I, well, I don't. Well, I want to cancel them, so I don't want to just. They're lost, and then immediately click off. Yeah. So I, I and I, I will look into that. I know Netflix is very forgiving because yeah, I've never. Yeah. I've only never. I think I did it once, like a I'm million not, years ago. Actually, for, for eight dollars a month 
for the amount of stuff that I watch exactly. on Netflix yeah. streaming, I mean, I, I'm saving a fortune, you know? Well, right? totally. So, and that's also the same price it was before. Like, they offered, yeah. like, a streaming-only plan that was, like, you know, seven or eight bucks. But, like, the only people who were really affected by it were the disc people, which is makes sense because less people are using it and it you know obviously the cost of doing that is so high yeah so you know they have to make a profit somehow um but yeah so like a little background in terms of like exactly how much it's gone up uh originally like a one disc plan plus streaming was like 9.99 now it's like like 16 bucks which is you know not a huge hike but you know if you're actually that passionate about having a disc like mailed to your house rather than just streaming everything the question is, Scott. To be fair, not, not everything is available on streaming. So. This, this is my That's next true. question. That's true. That's true. How how close to are we to? Uh, I guess it's the motion picture folks, right, that can say if it's going to be streaming or not. Like, when are we going to see more awesome new current movies come out on streaming? Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, yeah. is it's it's a lot of it's like the the business side of things. Uh-huh. Like, they have to pay top notch. Like, they just sealed a deal with a- AMC to do um, like the next season of Mad Men. Like. Like in real time, like uh, Hulu does, gotcha. kind of like where it's like a new episode every every week or whatever. Um, when they do that with they, HBO, I'm done. By I'm the turning way, off cable. Well, yeah. HBO Go. If, yeah. once you if can, I turn once, off cable, I don't have HBO Go. I was going to say once you can buy HBO Go. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, oh, I'm totally with you. Yeah, yeah, 100. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that that is actually great news for Directv customers like myself because AMC is yeah. pretty much the only non-HD channel on DirecTV yeah. uh, and they happen to have some of the best shows out there. I'm sorry. Once they get e. Campus PD from yeah. G4 on Netflix <laughs> streaming, I'll be alright. Then I won't worry about my direct cheaters. Yeah, cheaters. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's 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 a kind of a big hike, but I mean I don't. I don't well, yeah, percentage wise it is. Yeah. yeah, it's still you know not expensive. Yeah. Seven bucks yeah. by no means. By no means. But but I have to imagine Netflix hope is that that encourages people to cancel their discs, which I'm going to do when I find them. <laughs> it costs them a lot. I, so I've worked at Netflix yeah. like way back in the day when it was first starting up, yeah. and it costs like a dollar a pop to send you a disc and have you be able to return it. Like yeah. it's not cheap for them, so they'd rather not have people. I mean, streaming's got to be considerably less overhead for them. Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's more environmentally friendly, I guess. There you go, Scott Lowe. Yeah. Get you out of here with that hippie shit. I'm going to melt my discs. Yeah. You know who's stressing hardcore, though? The U.S. Postal Service. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mark my words, your postage stamps are going to cost more because their I'm number Netflix. one customer yeah. is Netflix. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> because everybody else sends, like, Amazon and stuff that's all sent through UPS or mm, whoever, FedEx. FedEx. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Netflix sends probably more mail than anybody else in the country. And... Yeah. They're gonna have that slowly cut down and down and down. Yeah, yeah. So the postal service will just be like, "Well, you just pay like a dollar fifty per stamp now." Yeah, Net- Netflix is cool, man. Like they're working on like I, like there's been rumors about them de- making deals to do like actual original programming, like distributing it like exclusively through Netflix, which is kind of cool. We're here to announce right now that Greg and I have a show <laughs> on Netflix. Up. It's being developed by Netflix. This is why our comedy act didn't take off because they heard about it and they were like, "Well, don't even bother. <laughs> we don't. You don't have to work the kinks out on the road. You, we want that show." Yeah. <laughs> so here's. Here's the premise. We're Siamese twins. Oh, that's what we decided but, on? But we've been detached. Okay. And we don't actually look alike. Yeah. I, th- I like the old idea where one of us was the ventriloquist. <laughs> the other was the dummy. <laughs> that's what I wanted. I wanted to go with that. Yeah, but every week but, it switches who's the dummy and who's the ventriloquist. Yeah. I found out that your hand's a little too big. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, IGN user picked two says, I have noticed that a lot of movies that used to be instant stream have been moved to DVDs only. Three Ninjas used to be on instant stream. (laughs) (laughs) Who's out there looking for Three Ninjas? Hey, I I started watching The Wizard the other night. Is it uh, streaming? It's streaming, yeah. Yeah. A lot of them are Stars play, too. Stars has got some kind of deal where they have them in there for a while and then it goes away. Yeah, well, I, had, I mean, I, they, they have to cycle out like, f- like for the on the technical side of things. I mean, they, they, you know, they don't have like this infinite amount of bandwidth to like support all these things, so they have to, you know, drop some stuff. Like, it, like it was it? And then there's also like the deal side of things. Like, you know, I watched the first season of Archer, and then like a week later, like it was on for like only a week, and then it was, uh, yeah. yeah. So it was like, yeah, that's my only concern is when I start watching a series, and I'm like, what if it suddenly just disappears when I'm yeah. on episode eight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happened to me with uh, Dead Like Me, I believe, back in the day. Mm-hmm. They only they had it up to like the 20s, and then it was like gone. Apparently, Thirty Rock is like a permanent installation; like it just never goes away. Good, which is good, good for me. Good, good. Excellent. Yeah. Greg, you also reviewed NCAA t- Football 12 this week. I did. I liked it 2.5 more than LA Reefer Madness Noir. <laughs> no. Why are you booing? According to some of the fans, you liked it a 0.5 too little. Is that right? Uh, well, according to some of the fans, yeah, I, whatever. 
There's plenty of fans comments both directions. <laughs> this is too high. This is too low. You did say it ruined Madden for you, right? Yes, it did. When they, from the taste of Madden I had, we went to that EA Studio Showcase last week. And after I watched some dogs catch some Frisbees, mm-hmm. I went and played uh, Madden. And I'd been playing NCAA for review. And when I sat down with Madden, I totally missed the like, excitement of that college football experience. The, the, you know, the presentation stuff they put in the front with the bands, the crowd cheering. Just the way the grass looked, too. The way the players moved a little bit more fluidly. I was, uh, See, I disagree. Because, uh, I mean, I, play, I played Madden a few times. And yeah. I just got NCAA. And... I think Madden, from what I played, blows NCAA out of the water. See, and I think it might be maybe how much we're exposed to too. Like yeah. I, I played what two quarters of Madden and yeah. like, oh, like hours. The and presentation hours and hours. in Madden looks like an actual football game. Like I mean, I think people throw that kind of stuff around, but I mean, it, it actually like I think you could play a, a, a broadcast football game yeah. next to Madden, and I'm not saying like the visuals look real, but I mean like the presentation, like it's the exact cameras, it's the exact way they present stuff, like. I mean, it, it well, college looks, football does a lot of that too, with the replays too and the cutaways. This is you got to see you got to see the game from the start. It's pretty okay. it's pretty impressive. But I, I think Madden's doing a lot more because they haven't done anything this entire generation. They yeah, yeah. You, are, you, all the stuff you talked about with the uh, dynamic player progression and that if stuff. If it works, I yeah. mean, that's you know you don't know if it's gonna play out in balance. Um, but I mean, part of my problem with NCAA right now is that oh. I always start with Road to Glory, and I'd, I'd say that has some rough patches to it. Right? Are you already ninety nine? Is your guy already amazing? Oh, yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, <laughs> like in the middle of my freshman year, I was in ninety nine. Like, oh, great. It was kind of it was kind of interesting to start the, the the game where it's like you're playing your high school senior year and yeah. you're basically trying to like kind of earn your your star ratings up so people want to recruit you. So game three of my nine uh-huh. game high school career, I was already a five star player, and basically every week it was just like the the top tier schools from around the country were like, yeah, we want you, we want you. I was like, well, this isn't very exciting. Yeah, once I got enough to go to Mizzou, I just simulated uh, the rest of the season. Also, didn't didn't know that you could turn on commentary on Road to Glory. For yeah, a long hidden time. in the option menu. And right? I was just like, I, I was playing for a while in college. I was like, this is really weird not to have any commentary. And then I looked in the options and I found it. And I was like, why would they default this to off? Yeah. Because if you start playing the game like this, you'd be like, this game's kind of stupid. But uh, it's fun. It's got a little. It's got some weird kinks to it, but yeah. uh, it's it's very good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see what they do with Road to Glory next year. Now that they have the idea for this RPG thing and they have all these boosters and stuff next year. Hopefully, they tweak the difficulty. Hopefully, they just sell them all to you. Like oh, you, you want microtransactions? Games. I'm sure that's coming. Nah, you're crazy. EA Sports wants to make money? I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. I can't do it good. I doubt it. Greg, Steve H. has a question uh, for you go. about NCAA okay. 12. Uh, he says, football is one of the oldest, greatest, most popular video game genres. Nowadays, these games are probably an even better value than the super stretched out RPGs like Fallout 3 or Dragon Age. And you never actually beat them. Since, since part of the appeal of the NCAA games is the dynasty mode and how things play out season to season with features that extend the experience almost indefinitely, I wonder how much time you get to evaluate it. Seems like it would take a lot of hours. Yeah, uh, I, I had the leg up because I played so much last year in the IG, IGN Dynasty and then with friends. If anybody from the IGN Dynasty is listening, they're laughing because I had to drop out like seven games in. But I did that on top of a normal Dynasty I did by myself and kept going for a long, long time. And yeah, like those things go for like 50 years, right? Isn't that the, the standby now for NCAA? Yeah. And uh, so I played so much of last year's that when I got in this year's, it was all about the uh, contracts in the beginning, the offensive, defensive coordinator jobs you get in the beginning, going through, co- coaching carousel. So I probably only did maybe four or five seasons this year just so i could get i I created fran i ran him as an offensive (laughs) coordinator i had him pass on a few jobs keep going over the different places and turning it around it's a little different than like madden where madden you have to also think about how trades work and how the ai is training people and all that stuff where it's like here they've just added you get two seasons of recruiting under your belt you're like i get it yeah like i see how this is like their main thing so yeah that's Bonus question from Steve H. He says, Steve H. what's your all-time favorite football game? For me, it might be Cyberball on the Genesis. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I guess. I, the, the one I have the most memories of is that one where me and Poe bought it and played the whole sunrise that one day. Where we, did I ever tell you the story? On Great Game memories, you can't seem to name it. Well, it, was, it, it was an NCAA football game. I uh, believe yeah. it was the one with you. the Oregon Ducks on the cover. No, because it, it, it's a football game. They all run together. Yeah. It's very rare that you're like, oh, my God, NCAA 10 was so much better than NCAA 12. You know what I mean? Like They tweak it and yeah. they do something and they move on. NFL 2K5, you're welcome. Oh, yeah, first-person camera mode, that's what you wanted in the helmet? Oh, yeah, it was so amazing. It was so innovative. <laughs> When I was a kid, I actually played a lot of Tech Mobile and yep. NES Play Action Football because I would just play anything that I could get my hands on. Look at you! Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll throw it out for the Europeans. My favorite football game is FIFA <laughs> 11. Thank you very much. 
Uh, I have a code for Section 8 Prejudice. This one uh, can actually be redeemed on either your Xbox 360 what? or your PC. Oh, okay. Uh, if you're redeeming it on PC, you need to go to the Games for Windows Marketplace. Uh, so here's the code. I'll be reading it off for the next 15 minutes. R399FM833JPG29BRHP8V2QDKQ. Please do enjoy Section 8 Prejudice. Downloaded. Got it. <laughs> Don't bother. Don't bother. I got it. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Listeners, remember you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Calum uh, <laughs> Robertson did. He says, I recently picked up Enslaved, Odyssey to the West, and one aspect of the game that sticks out to me is the quality of its voice acting. Uh-huh. The performances are excellent. Really make me feel more connected to the characters and the story. What are some other games that you think have good voice acting? Uh, well, obviously, uh, the Uncharted games, right? Yeah, like, really well done. They've got uh, great voice acting all around. Uh, Pac-Man. Yeah. Championship Edition. What about your Mass Effect? I like I like female yes. Shepard's voice a lot. I oh, don't yeah. like male Shepard's voice. Yeah, I don't like male Shepard's voice, but I play with female Shepard because she's badass. Yeah, she's awesome, and her voice is great. Mm-hmm. Um, every Rockstar game has great voice acting. For so sure. L.A. Noire has really great voice acting. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, GTA Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty um, Four had pretty decent voice acting. Shut up, new <laughs> fanboy. Uh, Sorry. Well, how's the Activision <laughs> check feel, huh? <laughs> it's almost as big as the... Uh, what is it? <laughs> uh, I believe a- that the Call of Duty voice acting gets redirected to Battlefield voice acting. <laughs> <laughs> this is Josh Sims. Uh, he wants to know about... Uh, so we're talking about San Diego. We're gonna be San Diego! Comic-Con next week. Actually, Hillary's going to be there. No yes, way. I'm going to be there Friday through Sunday. When are you guys doing uh, your... Saturday. Saturday. Saturday evening is our our big meet and greet party. We've got a bar. We're going to be at the... Well, so it starts at... The IGN Oasis. IGN Oasis at the Hard Rock, Hard Rock Hotel. Hotel. Yeah, it's, it's like last year if you went there and you know you saw the line, you got your t-shirt, you got a photo taken. They're doing yeah. that IGN Oasis again over there all, every day. Uh, from some time to five o'clock, ten it's to like, five. It's like well, and then there's like an editor meet and greet time from three to five. Yeah, and but, then from there we're gonna wander over to a bar, which is called the local. Yes, yes, yeah. So we would say show up towards the end of that, right? This is what if you, make uh, sense. Yeah, yeah, if that's when you want. If you're yeah. looking more just to go have a drink with us. Yeah. As always, remember you can follow us, me and Damon at Dame Zero at Game Over Greggy on the Twitters, and that'll yes. be we'll be tweeting what's happening, where we are. Exactly. Blah, blah. That's the best way to keep up uh, with these details. But come to the IGN Oasis, you know, three to five, and then right from there, we're going to walk over to this bar called The Local. And we're going to eat Panda. And uh, we, we've got a, a, a tip, a hot tip, that this is a good place for us all to uh, hang out and get Panda together. What we're going to do, everybody, is we're going to get Panda Saturday night into... Sunday morning into my Warhawk panel. I'm yes. moderating at 10. So we're going to go to the Warhawk panel together at 10 a.m. and show Dylan Joe how we roll. Yeah. And Hillary Goldstein's going to be there with us. Yeah. I will be there. Yay. But anyway, Josh. Uh, oh, also, Colin has a Thursday Resistance 3 panel. Come to that. It's in the uh, 5 o'clock. Yes. Resistance 3. Colin Moriarty. But be, Josh, he's going to be really nervous. So he's going to be nervous. Boom. He's going to be nervous. Throat. Bring he's really, cabbage. He's got really some cabbage. excited about it. Uh, Josh Sims says, I heard in the last podcast, someone suggested you try a California burrito when you visit San Diego. They are great, but what you really need to order is carne asada fries. Think nachos, but with French fries, and it's all covered in delicious carne asada. Mm. That is the real San Diego signature dish. Greg, I guarantee that you'll renounce all other lesser forms of food except maybe pizza. What about chicken wings? Just one bite. Mm. He says you're going to renounce it. He's an it. moron. He knows the hierarchy of Greg Miller foods. Number one, wings. Number two, pizza. Number three, bagels. Then the gloves are off. <laughs> Just put it in a trough. I'm fine. I have a really uh, question I'm sure is burning a lot of people's minds right now. Is uh, you, a buffalo chicken bagel bite? I haven't done it yet, but I'm ready. <laughs> you were about to call that guy an idiot, and then you changed it to moron. What, what, what stopped you? What, well, you, we all mind? know the hierarchy of my insults. <laughs> <laughs> so, moron, idiot moron. moron. Jerk is, off. Is above. Okay. Trough of whatever I grab so out of the black hole. So at first you were hole. like, this guy's an idiot. You're like, no, uh, no, no I I'm gotta, downgrading this tomorrow. I don't want to insult him too badly. Oh, oh, moron's below idiot? Yeah. Okay. So when it goes like moron, idiot, then... That's when he's in trouble. Idiot, okay, and then there's one above idiot? No, that idiot's as high as he goes. I thought you said really? jerk off. I said, no, I was going down, just oh, like I did oh. my foods. Yeah, nobody, nobody My favorite that. food isn't bagel. My favorite food is buffalo wings. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I put it on a tablet, you'd understand, huh, Scott Lowe? <laughs> yeah, that, I haven't understood Tech that. Tower, get out of here. Yeah. Greg, how do you think we uh, pronounce this listener's name? Eddie R. Naval. 
Uh, he says I'm Indian. He says uh, so. I nailed it. So that was racist. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you, I read his name. I didn't even know. The other day, I was pre-ordering Battlefield Three. Scrolled down and saw Amazon taking pre-orders for the Vita, and right next to it, I saw pre-orders for Uncharted: Golden Abyss, selling for forty dollars, which shocked me since PSP games started at fifty dollars. Yeah. Do you think this is the real price for all PlayStation Vita games? Sure. I don't know. I, I I would hope they're lower than that, but I mean, right now everybody's guesstimating. I mean, right? Do they haven't announced an official official price? If yeah. I pre-order something, should is the price like locked in? No. no. If yeah, you pre-order, they'll give you the money back. They'll, they'll ban us Sony the has not announced prices for PlayStation Vita games, so I would think that Amazon's just trying to put an attractive-looking price yeah. out there, right? Yeah, yeah. They're just. It would be unusual for a, a next generation's games to be cheaper than the previous generation. Yeah, I wouldn't but be I mean, against like, that. that would exactly. Be great. Yeah, I think Vita is trying wow. to learn from the yeah. mistakes, right? They're, they're, they've already announced that the development kits are going to be cheap. I don't know mm. what that means, but cheap so that a small developer can get on there <laughs> okay. and make touch-based games similar to you know an, the yeah. App Store. Or whatever. Well, the industry, industry shifted quite a bit. Like, I mean, yeah. the, the downloadable yeah. market has just changed it all. So. And maybe that's just first-party games. I mean, there was sure. a, there was a remember back in the day when uh, first-party games were ten dollars cheaper than all the third-party games. Mm-hmm. That didn't last long. It's true. The old days. Uh, last week we were talking about inverted controls. I I was the only one that, one that played inverted. You want to say else here or no? Oh, that just freaks me out. Okay. Like I, I get really scared and <laughs> concerned. Oh, Chris Thompson also plays inverted. And he says, Damon, the reason inverted controls feel natural to you and I is because analog sticks don't go up and down; they go forward and back. That doesn't really make sense to me. <laughs> I, I don't understand that. Anymore, and then how would that change the weirdness of pushing up to look down? Uh, that, that doesn't make any sense. I at all. appreciate the support, Chris Thompson, but I don't quite get it. I don't think I don't think you solving your argument at all. Also, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Think if you were if you're flying a plane and you're holding the wheel, you would push forward to go down, which is inverted. And pull back on no. the plane wheel. No, that's wrong. No, that's wrong. Right. Like, you don't around. pull back on the plane wheel to look up. Yeah, yeah. you do that. Yeah. yeah. So okay. then you see what I'm saying? Oh, okay. He's saying you're thinking uh. of it as a steering wheel and not somebody's head. Okay. Yeah. It's still a weird. It's I still, still a weird do point. think of it as. You're right. I do. I do push up to look down at myself. If but, you were pushing on someone's head, you know, if you have your thumb on their head, you would push them forward to look down. Yeah, that's not a marionette. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know, I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, Chris Thompson has I, I, I play flying games inverted yeah. because that's, that makes that's, sense. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's, I'm yeah. flying a game. Plane, I get it. Uh, I, I don't think there's a right or wrong way to do it. That's just the way I do it. Chris Thompson has a bonus question. If you guys were Transformers, what would you turn into? I'm not going to say it, Greg. <laughs> what? Tampon? What, what are you going to be? <laughs> I, I no longer want to turn into a skyscraper. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Okay, well, what changed? You realize uh, how dumb it was? No, I saw Transformers 3, which I oh, actually God. thought was pretty good. Okay. It was pretty good, to, really? Yeah, the other two were so terrible. Especially the second one was just awful. The mm. third one's pretty good, I have to say. I have to mm. give him credit. Um, I would probably want to turn into the chick from Transformers 3, because she's pretty hot. What would you do, then? I would just were... stare at myself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Why wouldn't you just transform you're, into her husband? Or you're something? a robot. You could... Yeah, what you, you're not going to want to have sex. She probably never has sex with her husband. She's not married. She's like 23 years old. And beautiful and a model. And she probably sleeps Well, around. if you transformed into her husband, then bam, she's married. But yeah, but she's not going to have sex with her husband. Okay. You know how we have the stairs that come up to the podcast room out there that have like that metal grating on them? That's what you transform into? No. But you know what I'm talking about? No. You know, well, the, I know the stairs, yeah, yes. They got, if you, picture a cheese grater, everybody. We have stairs that look like that. I would turn into a ramp made of that material. And it would give you it would give you good traction for people trying to walk up me, and then people I could make anything handicap accessible. That's okay. Okay. Why wouldn't you just turn into a ramp without the cheese grater part? Because I think then it'd be too slick for like Scott Lowe to walk up. <laughs> why, why are you singling me out? Well, I know you like ramps. <laughs> You're always whenever we go somewhere, like oh, it's yeah. inclined. Yeah. But he has a webbed toes, so I thought that it, gave yeah. him better traction. Oh, no, that's yeah. true. I guess. What would you transform into, Scott? I, for one, will go with the tampon approach. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. Yikes. What are you going to be? That's actually Scooter. disgusting. You know what tampons are used for, right? <laughs> no. I have no idea. <laughs> I missed that part in high school. By the way, if anybody has HBO, do yourself a favor and watch the first episode of this season's Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. Oh, I haven't watched it. Don't read it from One yes. of the most amazing tampon moments in history. It's okay, it's on my DVR. Are you talking about the one at the end or the one in the, like, kind of the beginning? Oh my gosh, multiple uh, tampon the with, moments. The one with the Girl Scout. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's, it's 
Truly incredible. This is Robbie C. from Edinburgh, Scotland. Okay. Yes. Do you think the continued existence of boss fights is limiting the creativity of modern mm. games? I don't understand the question. Why, well, why would that be limiting the creativity? I mean, it's optional. Yeah. yeah. What? I think people expect that don't but, have boss fights. Yeah. Wouldn't you say that Shadow of the Classes is one of the most creative games of the last 10 years? Yeah. And that was just boss fights, right? So, no. Yeah, I still like boss fights. I can, I can do without them, probably. I thought, just all like, together? Yeah, well, no, not all together, but I don't think people should feel they have to tack it on. Look well, at yeah. the original Uncharted. That fight was stupid. Uh, I rush up to that guy, Batman, fight him on Batman a bridge. Batman Arkham Asylum. Batman Arkham Asylum. Uh, uh, the, I know a lot of people don't agree with me. Mass Effect 2. I didn't enjoy fighting that stupid thing. Oh, I love, I love that thing yeah. at the end. It's and I loved the, so the boss fight at the end of uh, Dead Space. That was great. I don't remember it. Big giant. The big giant. Oh, Dead Space thing. 1. No, we haven't yeah. talked about this. I just remember yeah. walking the stupid thing for 20 minutes down a thing. <laughs> there was also an, an awesome boss fight after that. I don't yeah, remember that. But, I, was, I was too upset. But, <laughs> I was talking to Pertilla the, the boss time. fight at the end of Dead Space 2, not great. Annoying, I would say. Which one's that? Is that one I just sit That's down? That's the or? one where you... You are like in Spoilers. the alternate world yeah. or whatever, and it's like the, oh, the girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, for a while, yeah, yeah. you're just kind of like, what am I supposed to be doing? And you can't figure out what you're supposed to do for a while. See, I didn't hate that as much. I, don't I, I was like, it was whatever. Obnoxious. I, yeah, I was not hard. It. But see, I just, I've forgotten all these boss fights because the games are so much more meaningful to me than this dumb fight they attack at the end. Well, Even just, Batman Arkham Asylum, I just forgot. But that was the problem. Like, you always kind of knew it was going to be something bad because Joker's not a character that you fight. Yeah, you don't, yeah. So they wanted to put a fight in at the end, so they had to just be like, well, we'll just hold Monster Joker. Monster Joker. Like, I thought. I thought the other boss fights were fine. I just yeah. thought they could have done something more creative for the... Like, at the end of Arkham City, like, the the Riddler part where you ha- have to keep going to these different areas where he's got all these people in these death traps, like, the end of that can't be you fighting a hulked-out Riddler. The end of it's got to be just you, like... Spoilers. Bunching through the wall and getting him or whatever. Yeah, and, like, get, like getting through the ultimate version of that. And so they need no. something like that for the villain. It can't just be a, just a dumb fight with the Joker. I don't know. I was... That, that, that's the worst part of Arkham City, I thought. Asylum. Arkham Asylum, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's confusing, don't worry. The worst part of Arkham City is that it's not out yet. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, how do you pronounce uh, this listener's name? Raul Raguthan. Wow. Is that, a, is that Raz Al Ghul? No, that... no, no. He's for this guy from Game of Thrones. <laughs> says, hey guys, I was wondering, do you all ever plan on doing another 24-hour gaming stream? The last stream was one of the most fun nights of my short life, Aww. and waking up from an hour nap to the sound of Greg and Ryan singing Brass Monkey was a delight. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. So yeah, we did that as a part of the Child's Play. Yeah, Extra Life marathon, last year. Extra Life, so we'll, I, we'll probably do that again this fall. Okay. Oh, no, I guess not. Greg's not into it. I hadn't been planning on doing it. Okay. Then, uh, sorry, we won't be doing that again, apparently. Fuck you, kids. <laughs> I would cut this out. Uh, this is Sam Green. I have a few extra bucks on a gift card to blow at the local game store at the mall. Just enough for a cheap pre-owned game. The only good pre-owned games they have are Modern Warfare Reflex and World at War, both for the Wii. Which should I get? Neither. Why don't you just save some yeah, money? Yeah. Sit on the card. It's not burning a hole in your pocket. Yeah. If you have to get one of those games, IGN gave World at War a better score. How much money does he have? An 8.0. He, he doesn't say. He just has a, a gift card. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, I would invest. Would inv- oh, what did he say, too? I'm sorry. He was looking for a Wii game, and what was the other game? Well, they're both, they're both the yeah. Call of Duty games for the Wii. Oh, I was going to say, cash, in, cash the card in for points and go buy something off the download store? Hmm. Can you, you can do that with GameStop? Yeah, you can buy Wii point cards there. And then you could get some With better. trade-in value? Oh, I see what you're saying yeah. now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because there are plenty of good games that you can download there. Old, yeah. old school stuff. Keep but. Chrono Trigger. Yeah, there you go. This is Daniel Comiskey. Uh, when discussing inactive game series you would like to see return last week, I couldn't help but think of the Dino Crisis series. I've heard you guys blow off Dino Crisis in the past as a shitty Resident Evil, but both of these games received nines on the IGN scale back in the day. I would just like to hear if any of the IGN crew played those old school titles like myself and would like to see the series return. I actually like the first Dino Crisis. But, yeah. But, I remember Dino Crisis 3, and that game's terrible. Yeah, that was the Xbox one, right? Yeah. yeah. The first one I liked on the PlayStation. I'm ready for a good Denver The Last Dinosaur game. Hmm. It's been too long. <laughs> was, there one? was there one on NES? I no, had to have been, right? There's everything on that. I just want a new Echo, Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> Why? Why do you want a new Echo <laughs> the, the Dolphin? first person shooter. <laughs> Sending out sonic waves. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's a good question, though. If yeah. I was playing a first person shooter, Echo the Dolphin... And I was like flying, like swimming as a dolphin. I was flying. Sort of, sort of, like, sort of, like flying. I'm like, yeah. so I guess what I need to invert my control is I'm not sure. <laughs> One more email here from Sam Morpeth. Good name. Says, I've just recently started listening to you guys. I have to say, I love the show. Easily my favorite casting of the pods. However, recently I noticed that you guys have been bashing on Domino's Pizza. 
Mm. I thought we you guys I thought you guys might be shocked to know that over here in the UK, Domino's is revered and cherished by everybody. Ugh. That's cute. I thought you might even be more surprised to hear that a large Domino's pizza will set you back 15 pounds around $22. That is insane. Yeah. Which is just ludicrous, but God damn it, is it, it is worth it. Okay. Although as a university student, my friends and I get 50% off vouchers. Uh, as this is a gaming podcast, I thought I would include something gaming related. <laughs> no, we like being the pizza cast too. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I don't know if you've been asked this before, but what's your favorite snack or food to give you a boost through those long night gaming marathons? I'm going to have to go with something practical like Haribo, as you can grab fistfuls of those chewy bastards during cutscenes and short breaks in gameplay. What is that? It's like, they're like gummy bears, aren't they? Aren't really? They like gummies? I, I've yeah. never heard of these things. Pretty sure they're like, here, I'll, yeah. or you got it. Haribo. Google it. I'll, I'll Google it. Hold on. All right, good. Yeah, I think they're like gummy bears. But to the pizza Sports. point in the UK, I can attest to this. Like, Pizza Hut is huge, and it is completely different than it is in the States. And it's actually it's pretty actually, decent. Well, so why would the quality it's be higher there than, than here? Why would they because be? Because they know that people won't buy crap. Well, <laughs> <Whereas> <laughs> Americans are less discerning. If you think people in the US are crazy about pizza, they're even worse in the UK. There's like a no pizza way. on every corner. Oh, I got to go there. Yeah, I gotta go there. And they're like, they're like wings too. They're, they're like, they're like, you know, in like nowadays, like the sit-down Pizza Hut restaurant does not exist outside. in the U.S. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, but in the U.K., that's a Greg, whole they have, thing. They have stronger beer in the U.K. Okay, so I'm, and, I'm, I'm and getting more and more interested. They have four yeah. bars on every corner. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, Haribo are like gummy bears. Boom! Huh. Got it. Yeah, never had those. Well, You've what? had gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what's your favorite gaming snack? I like a good can of Coke. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get you going. Or I also like to put my uh, Tabasco Cheez-Its into a cup and then mm. eat them out of that. I don't, that, that ah. My fingers don't go greasy. What? Oh, is it like an actual flavor of Cheetos? Yes, yes. I'm not oh, putting okay. cheese. I'm not putting I, Tabasco I, on my Cheez-Its. I think literally no, 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 no. There's a Cheez-Its and you pour Tabasco no, on them. That, that would be that was disgusting. That would be gross. <laughs> yes. I think Bromley used to do that. Mm. That doesn't shock me. <laughs> I don't like dividing my focus. Yeah, I mm. eat. it's hard when I game. It's hard to eat in game. However, I, I find having a little a little whiskey while I game uh, yeah, yeah, that, that works yeah. out really well. Yeah, that that would be my gaming snack. Oh, speaking of uh, pizza, I actually hit rock bottom last night, Greg. Oh God, what'd you do? I had an entire pot cheese pizza. <gasps> Whoa, yeah, thin crust, crust, right? <laughs> like thin crust or yeah. something? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I was thinking the deep. I've been there. Don't worry. And I'm and I'm very upset. I ordered a sausage and onion. Oh, they God. sent me sausage, onion, and pineapple. Which oh, what? Is like the most disgusting combination. What is Why wrong have with you not cheese? tweeted? You gotta tweet at them to let them know. Include my name. Well, that's how that's how like rock bottom I hit is that I. Oh, you like, got the wrong pizza. And you're still like I'm starving. I, I don't care. The whole goddamn thing. Was it all right? It was okay. <laughs> this is, by the way, the best part about this kind of new social media generation. Yeah, right. Is that, like, I've gotten so much free crap now when I complain about stuff on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. yeah. I went to Sam's, Sam's Chowderhouse, our yeah. favorite seafood place. It's uh, by the beach. It's very beautiful. Half Moon Bay, and, right? Yep. Had the worst service I have ever had in my life. And the guy, he, he basically never ordered any of our food, anything. And he would just come back, and we'd be like... Can we get this? And he's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot to uh, forgot to put." That he told in. you, huh? Yeah, oh, he, told, he told us, "I forgot to put that ticket in." And he goes, "I hope you're not disappointed." He kept saying that, and he did the same thing to the people behind us. And he was like, "I hope you're not disappointed." And so I basically like I complained about it on Twitter because the thing is, I probably brought about twelve people now to this place. Oh yeah, you see, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take people every time like somebody's gonna in the area, and they're like, "I want to go somewhere nice." Like, and I'm it spreads there. too because no. you took me there when I first got here. So then yeah. when my parents came out, I took them there. It, and, yeah. It's a fantastic place, and the food was still good, but the service was so bad. And so like I complained to them on Twitter, and then they said, "Well, email us your complaint." And then I sent them a long, very angry letter and told them that I was in fact disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to answer his question, I was disappointed. To yeah. Sam's Chatterhouse's credit. It, they hit me up with a hundred and fifty dollars gift certificate. Holy crap! What? Yeah, very nice. nice. Good very people nice. there. Good people yeah. at Sam's Chatter. Yeah. Very good. Very in, good. In defense of Spend- Bocchi's, uh, the girl I think she was new because she like I I called and first she like was fucking with me. She's like, oh yeah, we don't do delivery. I'm like, no 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 no. I order here enough to know that you do. <laughs> and and then she like took all of my information. I'm I'm like I'm like lady. I'm on record here. You can just... D- don't. Answer, yeah. that, that was what happened yeah. to me. Remember that somehow they took my order and it got erased from the system, including all my information. Yeah. Like so they got, a, they, got a, they got a spider worm over there in their computer terminal yeah. and it's... Uh, that, sounds, <laughs> that sounds bad. All it's right. A, it's yeah. anonymous. When we're done here, I expect you to tweet this, that you had a bad experience. But it... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? They need to be held accountable. This is our right as a consumer. <laughs> I will not accept pineapple. <laughs> 
dude, if I got pineapple, I would have walked over to that place and I would have thrown it on the window. Thrown on the window. Yeah. Here's your pineapple. <laughs> Disgusting. And it was just a little. And then bit I, I would demand either. that they remove pineapple as an option so that they can never have anyone again. Yeah, they must have cut up like six pineapples and thrown it on this pizza. It was disgusting. <laughs> but I get it all anyways. You ever have that happen when you order at a restaurant and you say, can you just make sure it doesn't have this and then that, like... That, it for they, sure they, comes. They hear it as the, like, give me extra of this. Yes. I was actually at somewhere with some, having lunch with somebody the other day and he said, he ordered a cop salad. He said, can I get the dressing on the side? So the guy brought the salad with a dressing all covered in it and then he goes, oh, I forgot, you wanted some extra dressing on the side. Jackass. Like, yeah, that's... <laughs> Oh, I try to use reverse psychology. I tell them I definitely don't want a free beer. <laughs> uh, that's all the scoops we have for you this week. We look forward to hanging out with you next Saturday in San Diego. San Diego. Is there is there for a Comic Con game scoop happening? Uh, I, maybe we'll see if we have time. Sometimes you know we kind of have to play shows those never, we, the know, shows are never our best. We're always exhausted. We're always at a table trying to eat food. We're you know we're gonna be hanging out with you guys. Yeah, so next suck it up, kid. Jesus, <laughs> live the game scoop on Saturday. How about that? Yeah. You're not there. Too effing bad. Should have come. <laughs> to reiterate, uh, plan to hang out with us Saturday evening. Uh, IGN Oasis three to five, and then from there we're gonna move on to the local uh, and get Panda all night long. It's gonna be good. So thank you, Greg. Thank you, Scott. Thank you very much for joining us, Hillary. Buy my book. Thank you. Yes. Even Swamp you wanna, you get want, the blues. Yeah, you want to plug your book? Sure. That's, I, what, that's what guests do when they're on shows, right? This is true. I did put out a book. It is a collection of 15 short stories. Greg Miller uh, read some of it and said I'm, it wasn't half bad. I'm through the first two chapters. Yeah. I'd like to also point out that I was, the, I was one of the first people to tweet that I bought the book, and everyone else who tweeted before or after me got thanked on Twitter. I did not get anything. <laughs> I did not get a mention. <laughs> However, yes, I've read the first two stories. They are both enjoyable. I enjoyed it. My thank you. They, they both involve a lot of sex, and I'm hoping the rest oh of the stories gosh. involve that yes. as well. There, there is definitely some more sex. All right. Now <laughs> I'm maybe we can uh, Maybe we can stage a dramatic reading sometime on GameCube. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sure, like maybe Kratos thing. can read it. <laughs> <laughs> do, we, do we, Greg? You probably know Kratos. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, can I make a brief? Uh, of course. Nope. Um, so, if you're into the the tech side of things, uh, we also do a tech podcast. It's kind of a little little, little known kind of thing. I don't think um, technology has much of a future. No, mm. no, mm. it's a fad. But uh, yes, yeah, so we focus on gaming hardware and you know other you know other areas outside of, of gaming. Uh, but we have a podcast. It's called Tech Fetish. It airs every Friday, hosted by you. Yes, this is my podcast. This is my baby. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, keep an eye out on iTunes or pop over to gear.ign.com to find that. Now, have you ever had the Microsoft Paperclip on your show? <laughs> I see you're trying to record a podcast. <laughs> uh, this is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God. And we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.